Welcome to the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast, a podcast made for the average salesman that wants to become badasses in the automotive industry. Doesn't matter if you're a green pea or a lot dog, salesman or a manager, this podcast is for you. So if you're ready, motivated, committed to change your life, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Ron Garvick. It's time to shine. Episode of the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast. I am your host, Ron Garvrick. Thank you for joining me this evening. Guys, we're going to talk about, just like you heard in the intro, money. We're going to talk about money and how to close more deals with your customers because you got to understand there's four types of salespeople. We went through this before. There is order takers, presenters, and closers. Closers have the full control of the sale. Presenters have some control, but occasionally will sell a car. But order takers, they have no or little control of the sale, rarely sells a car. And the prospect, the customer, gathers all the information and buys somewhere else. So, question is, are you an order taker? Are you a presenter or are you a closer? Now, closers are in full control of each uh, step of the sale. They are 100% involved and they leave nothing by chance. They are highly skilled in persuading and convincing someone to buy the car. They don't rely solely on presentations to make the sale, but they use as one of their many tools. You've got to have many tools. You've got to sharpen your axe. You've got to master your craft. Guys. When you say hello to the customer in the meet and greet all the way till you see the taillights leaving your dealership, you've got to sell. Sell yourself to the customer. Remember the four P's, price, payment, product, person? The majority of the time, it's going to be the person or it's going to be the payment when the customer doesn't want to buy. Now, you, you, we all know the steps to the sale. It's the meet and greet. Hi, I'm Ron. Welcome to ABC Motors. Are you here for parts and service? Customer says, I'm here to buy a car. Great. Are you looking for a car, truck, or SUV? I'm looking at an SUV. Great. We got a great lineup to show you. Let me ask you a question. What are you currently driving now? See, now I'm getting to the qualified questions. What are you currently driving now? 
I'm driving this uh, 2016 Dodge Durango. Awesome. You know, I had a customer looking at a Dodge Durango the other day and we didn't have one. So if we can make everything happen today, I'm going to call that customer tomorrow and we're going to have them take a look at this vehicle. Let me ask you a question. What do you like about that Dodge Durango? And the customer is going to tell you, well, you know, I, I like how it rides. It's very roomy. Great room. Room's important to you. What don't you like about that Durango? Well, you know, it's getting old. It's getting high on the miles. Um, we had a couple of uh, problems that we always had to take it to the shop. Great. You know what? No problem at all. If you're looking at a brand new SUV right now, these vehicles have a four-year, 50,000-mile limited warranty. Let me show you what we're uh, going to look at. Now, what's important to you? Now we're going back to the qualified. What's important to you in the brand new vehicle? Well, you know, I'd like to have leather interior. The, the vehicle that we're trading in uh, has cloth. Great. See, they want leather interior. Guys, you got to ask all those, those questions. So, and then another question you want to ask is, is the trial closes. If, if everything's good today, are we going to uh, register it in your name, your wife's name, or both? See, that it gets them thinking and taking ownership real early. Are you going to be registering it or titling it? Are you going to be titling it in your name, your wife's name, or both? That, that right there gets them ownership. That will tell you right there if they are going to buy right now. So you get to the vehicle. Do you like lighter or darker colors? You know, I like I like silver. Great. So um, I think we got a few silver ones. If we don't, would white work for you? Yeah, you know, we'll see about that. But silver is our number one color. Great. So uh, are you looking for lighter or darker interior? Don't ask them, what color are you looking for? And don't ask them, are you looking for tan interior or dark or black interior? Because either way, they're going to, they're, they're going to pinpoint what they want. They're going to tell you, don't give them the option right then and there. So you, you fact find, you qualify, you ask questions. Remember, 20% talking, 80% listening. The customer is going to tell you what they want. So... You go through the whole process, you're, you're qualifying, you're asking them questions, you find the vehicle that they like. So you go, great, let me show you this vehicle. So you, you get inside the vehicle, you pull it out, you open up all the doors. You got to open up all the doors so they get to see it all the way around. Don't open the door with the car parked right next to the other vehicles because A, you open the door, you might ding the other vehicle on, uh, that's next to it. And you don't want to do that. So you pull the car out so they get to see the whole view of the vehicle. Then you grab the window sticker. If the window sticker is not stuck to the side of the window, you grab the window sticker and you start going over all the options. Guys, this is an important part of the sales process you go it says has it has dark leather interior heated and cool seats uh navigation if it doesn't have navigation don't tell it has navigation sirius xm radio or if it doesn't have sirius xm radio 20 inch wheels you want to go through all the the options on the window sticker so they know exactly what they're getting 
You don't want to go through the whole process, get them in the car. Oh, I think it has this option or that option. And at the end, when if they do buy the vehicle, they're going to call and say, hey, I was told I had Sirius XM radio, and I don't. You don't want to do that. You want to go through the window sticker so they have a complete idea of what they are getting when they are purchasing, okay? So you go, you ask them to sit in the driver's seat, you shut the door, you get into the, the front passenger seat, and you go through all the options in the vehicle that you went over on the window sticker. You show them the speedometer, you show them the heating and cooled, uh, the, the, the AC, you show them the screen on, on the dash. You go through all the options in the vehicle. You tell them it has adaptive cruise control. This is the button for the adapted cruise control. This is the uh, the button for the, the brights on the, the headlights. And then you go, hey, let's go for a ride. I want you to get a feel for this ride. You're gonna love how how the seats feel and you're gonna you're gonna enjoy the ride. So Normally, go drive like you own the vehicle, like you're every day, like you've already owned this vehicle. Drive it like that, okay? So you're going on the drive. You're asking them questions. Does it feel right? Does it drive good? Yeah? Oh, awesome. It Does it? Does all the options in the vehicle, is that what you're wanting uh, in this vehicle? Yeah, yeah, great. See, you're getting yeses. You're getting yeses for the customer to go, yeah, yeah, I really like this vehicle. Wow, this is this is pretty awesome. Hey, do me a favor. Turn right right here. You turn right right there. You're driving. You're looking to the to the side. Let's say you're looking to the right, and you're like, look at that. The customer is going to look over. That's you and your new ride. Doesn't it look cool? You've you've worked so hard to get this vehicle. You deserve this vehicle. It looks good on you. You're planting seeds of ownership in the customer's head. Guys, this is crucial. If you're not asking these questions right now, you are failing as a salesperson. You are failing to make over $100,000 a year. You are failing to sell cars like a normal salesman should. You got to get them experienced in the vehicle, okay? So then, then you go driving and you go, hey, go ahead and head back to the dealership. And uh, don't forget, uh, when you get to, to the dealership, I need your driver's license and insurance. See, so you're plugging it in their head again. They're about to buy a car. So you get to, to the dealership. You say, hey, follow me for a minute. Let's take a look at your trade-in. Why did I do that? Because most of the time you salesmen go into the dealership, you set them down, you get your trade appraisal, you go out to the vehicle, you look at the vehicle, and then what happens? You you write little notes down, you go take it to your, your appraiser, the appraiser goes out and looks at the vehicle, gives you a number on the vehicle, then you go and give it to the sales desk, the sales desk runs the numbers, you go back and present the pencil to the customer, you present the numbers to the customer and then you you sit down with a with a pencil and you you go through the numbers and say okay mr customer we're looking at your vehicle right now you're looking at a 2019 volkswagen jetta gli you're trading in the 2016 dodge durango with cash down you're going to look here they got three different options for cash is down they got three different terms uh we got nine different payment plans here uh, as you see, with 1750 down, 60 months, you're looking at a 707 payment. What do they do? How much am I getting for my trade? You're like, well, you're, you're getting 16.5 for your trade. 
Whoa, 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 whoa. I wanted a little bit more for my trade. I was thinking more like uh, uh, getting 18 or 20, 19 or 20 for it. See? And then if you, there's any issues with their trade, you could have had them go out there with you. You could have looked and seen that they needed tires. They need a new windshield. It's filthy inside the vehicle, so it's going to need a detail. You're looking at the, the sides of the vehicle and the top of the vehicle, and you notice that they have some dings and dents. It looks like Walmart dings or dents, and a little uh, few hell dents on top of the, the, the hood there and the roof. And then you go back, and you're, you're touching all of them, and they're explaining, yeah, you know, Walmart dings. Oh, yeah, I went through a little hell storm. Uh, then you ask them, hey, did you get it? Have you had your uh, 60,000 mile, your 60,000 mile maintenance uh, service done to your vehicle? They, they tell you no. So you write that down also. And so when you go and give them their trade appraisal, let's say they wanted 18 grand. We decided we're going to give them 15. Okay. I know I said 16.5, but let's go 15. Customer goes and said, no, I want 18 grand for my trade. So you pull out a piece of paper, customer desired amount, 18 grand. The actual amount that you're giving, now granted you're holding a little bit for the trade, you put 15,000. Customer goes and thinks, okay, we're $3,000 we're 3, apart. Well, actually we're not because there is a tax credit on the amount that we're giving you that's going to save you some money on your taxes. Here in the state of Texas, it's 6.25%. So... With the tax credit, it's nine hundred and thirty-four dollars and fifty cents. So basically, we're we're really twenty thousand or uh, two thousand sixty-two dollars and fifty-two cents um, at a difference on your vehicle. But remember, when we went outside and you and I were looking at your car, your trade-in, the Durango's going to need a set of tires. Now, let me ask you, Mister Customer. You going to the tire shop right now on all four tires, how much would you spend on new tires? They're going to say, well, you know, probably $1,000. Well, Mr. Customer, we get them, we buy them in bulk, so uh, it would cost about $800 with us. Now, we noticed that you have kids and the inside of your vehicle is quite filthy. Uh, no offense, but if you were to take it to a detail shop so we can get the $18,000 for your trade, how much do you think you would spend? They would say about $300, and I wouldn't quote them. Well, we'd probably do it for two. Then you go, now, now did you do any of your required services? And, and I know I asked you this before, but did you do your 60,000-mile service? No. Now, going through the shop right now, how much do you think you would be spending on your services right now to get it up to date with your 60,000 miles? And they're going to say, well, you know, maybe $700. Well, you know, we get a discount. We'll do it for about $600, okay? Um, now, we've seen the dings and dents on the vehicle. Uh, typically, typically, it's going to cost about $300 a piece uh, for those little dings on the car. Um, but, you know, but you have the little piece size, quarter size hill on, on the top and, and the hood. So, basically, that's going to cost us a little bit. Uh, of a hickey there so it looks like we'll probably be spending about a thousand dollars to get that fixed 
Uh, that being said, you need a new windshield. You got a cracked windshield. That's going to cost us about $300. Now, we spend about $85,000 in advertising every single month. Well, to get real buyers on this vehicle, and I'm not talking about on Facebook Marketplace, but on, on real buyers, you're going to spend probably $100 a piece with AutoTrader, Cars.com, and CarsGuru. And typically takes us about, you know, uh, $600 to do that. Now, while you're trying to sell your vehicle, it's probably going to take you a little bit. Now, with us, it takes about 90 days to go ahead and turn all of our vehicles and sell them. And with you, it'd probably take about 60 days or less. Now, you're going to still have to make payments on your trade-in while we have this vehicle, right? So, so trying to get this $18,000. Now, how much were your payments right now? $450. Okay. Uh, no, $550. Oh, okay. Okay. So with two months, you're going to spend about $1,100. Now do me a favor. Here's a calculator. I want you to type in 800. Okay. Uh, 200, 600, $1,000 for the dings and 300 for the repair windshield. Advertising is going to cost you about $600. And then you're going to be spending about $1,100 a month just in um, payments alone. So a total of $4,600 that you're going to have to spend to get to the $18,000 mark, right? Yes, yes, sir. That's that's typically true. Great. So let me let me look at this real quick. $934.50. So. You're looking 20, 60, 50. So the net difference of where you think we are is $2,065.50, right? Yes, sir. So and then we subtract that by the $4,600 you're going to have to spend to get the vehicle in tip-top shape. So the real money that we're that you're going to miss out on to get this vehicle fixed, to get eighteen grand for your trade is going to be... $2,534.50. That's what you're going to have to spend to go ahead and get your 18 grand. So go ahead and let us take care of all those issues. And you can ride a home in your new 2019 Volkswagen Jetta GLI with a six-year, 72,000-mile limited warranty. I need you to sign right here, and I'll get it ready for you. They're going to say, well, you know, the payment is a little too high and you're going to say if these payments are too high then how do you make sense of the payments you're making right now on this Durango you're paying too much for something that you don't want see when you get this injection it's a new situation that I think always will compare the current situation right it's better to pay an extra four thousand dollars a month and own it then pay $1,000 on rent, for an example, right? Bring them back to what they are trying to get away from. They're trying to get away from their trade. They're trying to get away and get something better with better gas mileage, with better options, with, with a better interest rate. Let's say they have perfect credit. You got to justify why they are getting what they're getting on their trade. There's too many salesmen that go to the... To, to the trade, they write everything down and it's half-assed. They go to the trade appraisal. 
appraiser. He goes out there. He looks at it, gives a number. They go and give it to the sales desk over again. They don't sell why the vehicle is appraised at where it's appraised. You're losing money that way. How, how, how can you justify when you're trying to close the deal? How can you justify to your customer why the vehicle is 3000 less than what they are wanting? Let's say the customer goes, well, I owe $18,000 on my trade and that's what I want to get out of my trade. Well, Mr. Customer, if you owed zero amount on your trade, would you want zero amount? Well, no. Then the vehicle that you're trying to trade in today is worth what it's worth. It's worth $15,000. Do I think it's worth $18,000? Absolutely. But it's going to take a little bit of TLC to get it there. Tender loving care. We're going to have to fix it. We're going to have to make it spotless, tip-top shape. We're going to have to take the, the seats out vacuum and shampoo the carpets get the interior perfect for the next customer to come in let me ask you a question if that vehicle right now the way it stands was on my front line and i told you that vehicle was twenty one thousand dollars the way it is would you buy it of course the customer is going to say no i won't buy it for twenty one thousand dollars exactly and how do you think everybody else that comes here and looks at that vehicle is going to want to buy it for that that's why we're going to have to spend forty six hundred dollars to get it to eighteen thousand dollars to own it so i need your signature right here and i'll get the vehicle ready and gassed up for you guys it's that simple it's that simple to get customers to buy in to your, your beliefs, right? In your pencil. I always said that you have to believe in your proposal. You have to clearly communicate your proposal. You've got to believe in the product you're selling, the car that you're selling, the person that you are. You have to sell to the customer. You've got to believe you're the great salesman. The buyer must have the money to buy the car. The buyer must be the decision maker. But you must be completely sold on the pencil, your proposal. You have to be completely sold on the product that you're trying to sell. The customer needs to be completely sold on the vehicle they're trying to buy. Guys, you got to do this every single day. You want to make money? You want to be making 10, 12, 15, 20 grand a month? This is the step that you got to do. Come on, let's make some money. I'm going to take a little bit of break. I will be back after these fine messages. Have you ever felt? Are you listening? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you about my website, Garve Automotive Sales, Finance, BDC, and Management Training. I have over 10 years experience in turning around departments in the automotive industry to reach gross profits they've never reached before. Check out my website and schedule a one-on-one -on -one training, live coaching in your dealership, or watch my online videos at www.garveautomotive.com. Garve Automotive Training. Where gross is not a dirty word.
sales coach and motivational speaker, Ron Garverick, has made the journey from poverty to wealth in his own life, and his passion is to help you in your success journey as well. His methods are proven because he lives them daily, and you can too. Introducing Ron Garverick. Welcome back to the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast. We just got done discussing the road to the sale, the, the steps, the, the meet and greet, the qualifying, the, the presentation, the demo ride, the ride up with the customer, justifying their trade to the price, to what the trade appraisal is. So let's say you got a customer, they're saying, you know what? The payment's a little bit too high. The payment is higher than I thought. That's why you work so hard, Mr. Customer. It's never too high for something you deserve. Now ask yourself, why do you work so hard anyway? Isn't that, or I'm sorry, isn't it so that you can buy nice things for yourself? Now, when, when you're talking about payment, what, what were you thinking? Well, you know, I was actually thinking of a 550 payment. Well, super, 550 payment, you know, that's very affordable. So let me take a look here when we talk about the payment. We're at 650 now, right? You want to be at a 550 payment. So we're $100 apart. Yeah. So that being said, being $100 apart on this, we, we take the $100, okay, and we divide it by 30 days. 30 days is a working, or it, 30 days is what we have in a month. That's $3.33 away from the payment you want to be at, right? Yeah, okay, let's, let's explain this. So right now, you're out of your three-year 36,000 mile factory warranty. Yes, sir. So that being said, if you, if you don't buy this vehicle today, your vehicle breaks down tomorrow, right? You have to get it towed. Towed, let's say you're 50 miles outside of, out of home. Right now, your, your tow bill is going to be $856, okay? $856 to take it to a shop to have them look at it in a vehicle that has no warranty. Now, labor rate right now is $145 an hour. Have you seen a vehicle ever get fixed in an hour, Mr. Customer? No. Typically, it takes between 8 to 10 hours to get it fixed. So let's just say 10 hours for a new new engine because you're injured. So you're spending $1,450 right on top with the $856 tow bill. So then you look at uh, your trans or your engine's going to be probably, let's say $9,000. So $1,450 for your labor with $850 or $856 for the tow bill and nine grand for the engine. So right now you're looking at $11,306. Your payment you said is still $450. Yeah. 
Well, I'm, I'm sorry, you said five fifty. My bad. Five hundred and fifty dollars. Let me ask you a question right now. Are you self-insured with this eleven thousand three hundred six dollars? Can you pull that out of your bank account right now and pay cash for your vehicle, for the towing, for the labor, and for the new engine? Can you pay eleven thousand three hundred six dollars? No. Neither can the lender that is lending you the money for your for your Durango. So let me ask you this. So you can't afford to make a payment or you can't afford to pay $11,306 on this car. What is, two things are going to happen. Two things are going to happen. First, you're just going to let the car go by. You're, you're just going to go ahead and get a repo because you don't have the money. No bank will loan you $11,306 for the new engine, the towing, and the labor costs. So you let the car go back, right? Because the bank don't, don't really care if you owe $11,306 on your vehicle. By the way, did you buy an extended service contract on this vehicle? No. Okay. So um, you really should have because it would have taken care of this $11,306. So uh, that being said, the bank still wants their $550. So now if you still make a payment on that, 11,306 plus $550, that brings you to $11,856. Don't be late on your payment, okay? That doesn't look good on your credit score. So the bank still wants their $550. The, the shop wants $11,306. Now, I don't wish anything bad on you, but if you drive today, don't buy this vehicle that you were hoping to take home tonight. And you go home and your vehicle happens to break down. You're out, you're out $11,856 because you're still gonna have to make your payment. Even, even if we divide that by 30 days, that's $395.20 a day to pay. pay on the, that, that's more than half of what you're paying by on your monthly payment. So we have, we have right now on this 2019 GLI a six-year. 72,000 mile limited warranty, where if your vehicle broke down tomorrow, this vehicle, the one you were hoping to take home tonight, this vehicle happens to break down, you pay $0. And you still make your payment of $650 or $650. Yeah, so which makes a little bit more sense. Hoping to God, praying every night that your engine does not blow in this vehicle so you don't have to spend $11,856. Or you can rest assured that you're going to have a six-year, 72,000-mile limited warranty and make a 650 payment. I need your signature right here, and I'll get it ready for you. You see how it makes sense? It's see how it makes sense. Because, ladies and gentlemen, it's better to live rich than to die rich. Grant Cardone said that himself. It's better to live rich than to die rich because you can't take it with you when you're dying. They are hoping to get out of their trade. But if they financed, if they're making a 550 payment, they financed whatever that amount is. They got to do the same thing when they buy a new vehicle.
We've explained before the your payment will be what it is because of the amount of money you put down, the negative equity you're in, the interest rate that you're getting, and the price of the vehicle. You have to finance the same amount if you want the same payment. Doesn't it make sense? Or, or they'll use, I need to go talk to my wife. Okay. That being said, Mr. Customer, you, I understand that you have to go talk to your wife, but let me ask you a question. You have to have something to talk to her about. If, if she was here right now, out of all these four, the price, the payment, the product, or the salesperson, which one would she have an issue on itself? Well, the payment. See the payment. The payment is going to be the issue. So it doesn't really matter when they say, I need to go talk to my wife, because then you can come back. If your wife was right here, which one of these four would be an issue? The price, the payment, the product, or the salesperson? He will say the payment, and then you can overcome that objection. He is just speaking for his wife. He has already had the conversation with his wife that they were going to buy another car. They've already had this discussion. So that being said, Mr. Customer, do you think you need two or three days or two or three weeks be better for you? Two or three days. Well, the truth is, no matter how long you take, you will face these three questions. Does this car fit my needs? Can I afford this car? And am I the person you're going to want to buy this car from? If you say yes to all three of these, just go ahead and sign right here. There's so many times that these salesmen don't have the balls to ask the customer. Besides the payment, what will what else will stop you from buying the car today? Besides the, the wife, what else would stop you from buying the car today? Besides not getting enough for your trade, what would stop you from buying the car today? And if you're showing them the car and showing them the features and benefits and all that other jazz, you need to be selling value, not price. How much is this vehicle? I don't know. We have over 650 vehicles on our lot. I can't give you the price for everything. But I can tell you this. Price is not going to stop you from buying a car today. If all these cars were free, which one would you take home? I'm throwing nuggets at you. Write this shit down. Guys, I have done this for 11 years. I've done this as a, a three years as a salesman. I was number one in the auto group three years in a row in a small town in Dumas, Texas, a Ford dealership. First time ever anybody from this dealership went to the sales banquet. And the very first, not only was the first time, but I came back with the number one trophy. So I know what I'm talking about. When I went into management, I was making $22,000 a month average at this dealership as a salesman, moved into management, brought the numbers out from underneath the water, rose above, brought profits into the dealership. My salesmen were making $12,000, $18,000 a month. I know what I'm talking about. I'm here to train you. I am here to coach you. I am here to help you. I want to see you succeed, not just at the dealership that I'm at. Every salesperson out there, I want to help.
Every manager, if you need to train on yourself to be able to teach how to close deals, I will help you. I brought dealerships. I brought departments to profits. I've made them profitable from the BDC to the desk, to the store itself, to finance. We've done $353,000 in finance with three finance guys. Green. They were green when they came in. I coached them. I've trained them. They are all-stars. They're running $1,500, $1,600 a copy from a Volkswagen store. I think I know what I'm talking about. Not only can you make money by selling the car, but you can also make money from selling product protection to the vehicle. You got to believe in those products. They're going to save your ass when a customer comes back to the dealership. They come back with a rock chip in their in their windshield and they didn't buy coverage protection. They're going to be mad at you. If they didn't buy an extended warranty on a used vehicle, they're going to be mad at you. You didn't plant the seed. You didn't get them prepared. This is crucial in making money. You want to make more money? Learn to close your deals. Don't wait on a manager. Don't trust a manager because we all know a manager, if he is not properly trained, if he is not properly prepared, he doesn't have an arsenal of close objections in his pocket, pulling them out like, like a six shooter. He's not going to be able to close your deals. And if he does, the first thing he does is take money out of your pocket. What does he do? Well, uh, if I lower it to $1,000, will you buy the car now? He just took, if you get paid 25%, he just took $250 out of your pocket. Commission that you make. If you make 30%, he took 300. Whoa! You could have done something with that money. You could have paid a bill. So I cannot express enough. Do not. If you want to make money, do not go to the manager until it is the last ditch effort. But also sometimes you got to let the customer walk away because they're stupid. They're not properly trained or not properly trained. They, you didn't properly sell them value on the vehicle that they're trying to buy. You did not sell them value on the trade appraisal. You did not sell value on the payment you did not believe in the payment that the on the pencil you didn't fact find you didn't qualify you didn't plant seeds in the customer's head on taking ownership of that car tonight you want to make a lot of money this is how you do it Give me a call, 806-922-6141. That's my cell. Send me a text message. My website's coming out right now, www.garve automotive. Get subscribed. Become a member once the website pops up. Become a member of Garve Automotive. Log in, be a member of 
Garve University, plenty of training videos there, plenty of word tracks, plenty of phone call word tracks, plenty of closes. I'm going to teach you how to make money. I'm not saying I'm the best. I'm saying that I can help. I'm saying that I will bust my ass. If you give me 99%, I will give you 110%. You give me zero, you give me 90, 85, 80%, I give you none. I guarantee if you go on this ride with me, I guarantee you will make more money than you ever thought you could. I'm not cocky. I'm just confident. I know I can help you. Subscribe today to the Automotive Architect Sales Podcast. Tell your friends about it. Get it logged on. Much thanks to the guys, to all the listeners in Ireland, Canada, Germany, England, or United Kingdom, Scotland, France. Thank you guys. Mexico, thank you for listening to my show. I want to recognize you guys because if it wasn't for you guys, it is awesome. United States, I love you too. There's plenty of people out there. I see them in, in Montana, California, Texas, Kansas, Maine, Maryland. Um, we got New Yorkers out there, people from New Jersey. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening. Miami, much love out there. Tell your friends and family about it. Subscribe. Tell them to subscribe. Log on to www.garvautomotive once it gets up and playing. Subscribe. Be a member. We are going to kill this. We're going to make money. Do not believe that gross is a dirty word. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again. I will talk to you soon.